welcome to the RPG Blender, where we give lesser played games or forgotten settings the roll the dice they deserve. I'm your host, Game Master George, thrilled to welcome you to the next chapter in our adventure. Our heroes have tentatively agreed to assist with the usurpation of Gem, but will the replacement ruler meet their lofty expectations? Find out as we explore a new land of power and ancient secrets in Exalted, the Bound King. Welcome to the RPG Blender. I am your host, Game Master George, returning to the world of Exalted. So before we get on the way with this assassination mission, let's meet our cast of murderers. Starting with Craig. Say hello, Craig. I don't like that intro, but hi, everybody. I'm Craig. Uh, I'll be playing Diram Barath. The, uh, the, the craftsman, sorcerer, uh, tries to keep things sane while slowly losing it himself guy <laughs> okay and the one who will be asking you a question is greg you didn't ask him a question last time did you oh am i do i have the power is that you have I the power it? okay greg, you will ask him a question mm. all right oh jeez that's hard what do you intend to spend your next xp on that's ask a, him how that's a nice is that he doesn't have a pet monkey <laughs> what's a secret wombo combo <laughs> Um, I guess, I guess my question will be, will you, or do, does Dirham intend on honoring the pacts he made with Roxy, uh, to kill all the, uh, <laughs> dragon blood that we need to? I think, uh, I think Dirham has that in his line of sight that if he needs to, he will, uh, but he'll cross that bridge when it seems it becomes necessary. On top of that, with the myriad of misadventures and uh, potentially problematic individuals that exist in creation, uh, Durham is now hedging his bets that there will eventually be conflict, as most of the figures of renown and power are basically telling us at some point you have to choose and you can't just stay neutral forever or keep things neutral forever. Whether they're right or wrong, I don't know. But uh, I think Dirham has intention to if it if it serves our overall goal. It is hard to stay neutral when there is uh, war threatening the entirety of creation. That is true. You could, however, wander out into the wild one day and shape your own version of reality that you just live in there forever. You know, does not sound great, but I'll keep awesome. that. I'll keep wrong. that as an option. <laughs> keep it as an option. <laughs> All right, and then we have Greg. Say hello, Greg. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Greg. I play Adramalik, the actual murderer in the group. <laughs> uh, I'm the the funny rogue. And who's asking me a question? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's All dance. Right. Let's see. Who Let's we tango. Get. Becky. I was actually hoping that I got that I got you. Oh no. <laughs> um. What would you do if? Um, if your monkey passed, not related to lore eating the monkey, <laughs> just by natural disaster, but died before its time. Mm. Not by natural disaster, but no, died by, before by, its by, by natural disaster, but not by oh, like, not like lore, aging. Lore didn't eat lore didn't eat him, you know, just like okay, yeah, no fellow, but also he's missing. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> he is one of my uh, intimacies, so I would probably limit break. <laughs> Um, 
honestly, uh, Uba's been with Adramalik for a very long time and through a lot of their formative years. Um, so much so that he's almost like a brother, almost. No, no, no. Like, he, he's he's like also, it's so easy for an animal to be a confidant. Like, you can confide and say and trust so many things to an animal um, that you couldn't necessarily do with a person, you know, because they're just there and they depend on you too. Um, so, Adramalik has put a lot of emotional baggage and attachment into this animal. And it's also the last vestige he has of his former mentor um, who, who was killed so uh he would he would lose it he would probably lose it i mean if uba passed like peacefully in the night after eating a belly full of grapes that's one thing but you know someone hurts his monkey uh, there will be hell to pay but someone kidnaps uba uses their ability to speak to animals to uh interrogate him for secrets about adramalic slash sinus nadala why are you giving George ideas, Becky? <laughs> That's the point of this whole question thing, oh, to get ideas. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like this anymore. Uh, well, with that little bit of foreshadowing out of the way, uh, let's move on to Rich. Say hello, Rich. Hi, everybody. I'm Rich. I also play Smiling Mountain, the uh, strength uh, of the group. That's actually just it. That's that's my whole job now. That Sparrow's here. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> all right and let's see is it got odd we got odds here so let's go uh that will be uh, peter Huzzah. so when will martha free all the slaves of jen it's been a few episodes already <laughs> well if you remember dirham is the one that actually is like ah slavery it makes my thing go specifically mountains thing is you can't mistreat people that are that you are supposed to be protecting and slaves fall into that class i.e if you have a servant or a slave you are not supposed to treat them badly so uh i don't know as long as you don't get any markets where anything bad is happening then i guess we're fine you know uh <laughs> i give it two episodes also i guess uh if it turns out this kid is a dirtbag it is like oh no i'm totally fine with all this stuff uh and and it's gonna keep going then probably, you know, not not super long. <laughs> so now that I'm thinking about that, that you're bringing it up, it's probably something that Deerum and us should leverage to be like, by the way, you should not do the same or we're not going to do this for you. <laughs> it's going to be a hard sell, but maybe. All right, that brings us to Peter. Say hello, Peter. Hi, everybody. I'm Peter from Sponsored by Nobody, playing Rocker Royale, the Eclipse of the group. And who's got a question for me? Who's got a question for you? Who's got a question for you? We have rich it's me hmm. do you have any uh ties or intimacies with anyone in the group <laughs> uh i think the well, only let's first... keep mechanical questions <laughs> no, no, no. i want to know Damn. i want to know functionally no, no, mechanically no. i'm one of his best friends because if i'm not mechanically one of your best friends <laughs> i'm gonna take you off the list man <laughs> mm. <laughs> let's keep it story related not mechanic so who's your bestie he he might have that defining tie of uh find the right moment to betray mountain you don't know that (laughs) That this would be a good time for me to learn (laughs) yeah yeah right (laughs) the best time will be when he pushes you into the now no longer dormant volcano oh my god (laughs) pushing me off of anything is a bad way to kill me so that's how i know you're not my friend because you would know that no. um, so, um, what's your actual question so now i have to th- well now i have to think of an actual question. uh is sparrow married to kind of the status quo because in going through our our uh adventure together 
it kind of seems like he does want things to kind of stay the same. He's still like, oh yeah, my house is doing great. I'm doing great. World's in a pretty good spot. So if we could just keep it here, like this is not like a bad thing. Uh, I can well, answer that. As... He's married to my sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, as the rest of us, uh, literally the entire rest of the party, as you know, because you've seen the podcast or listen to the podcast, are kind of invested in the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's so definitely... I guess the first part, it's a two-part question that I'm kind of throwing on you. One is yeah. like, are you married to it? And two, like, how do you think that that kind of jives with everyone else's long-term goal, which you don't necessarily know about because you've been with us, but yeah. Well, I would say that the Royal is more invested in the status quo as is because you have the realm that is the power that, you know, that is. And it's easier to work within the system and maybe take it over or at least have a blush influence in it than to tear it all down and build something new again. So it takes less effort to just go the flow and just subvert that to your needs. Of course, there would need to be some changes because eventually probably someone will figure out that you know we're solars and that needs to be addressed with the immaculate faith. So either that needs to be toned down or changed or what have you, which probably would be the harder part of here rather than deal with the realm itself. But I think it's pretty inevitable that change will come because we're here. And the solas, what it did of them being so powerful, so world-changing, the realm will have to adapt, the realm will have to change. So he's not like clinging to it, like, oh, it must be preserved in the way. It's like, okay, this is a good start. Let's work mm-hmm. from here rather than, you know, demolish it, I guess. Okay, good answer. Much lighter touch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then we have Becky. Say hello, Becky. Hi. I'm Becky. I'm playing Laura of Autumn, who is a lunar, and that's basically what I know about her. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty loony. I mean, we think she's pretty loony. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then that leaves, I believe, Craig. That's nice. true. Yes. Uh, so let's see. A question. Give me a softball. <laughs> no, no, no. Go rough. Um, do do you have any like I guess you as a as a player have any goals for yourself while playing lore? Uh, not lore, but yeah, Becky. for like Becky, you're in a new game. You're you're learning a new system. You have this character who is uh, unique to the other party. So you are you are a truly unique character to the to the storyline. Uh, do, do you, as you're just dipping your foot in the water now? Have any have any goals or or or, or uh, ideas for what you want to do with her? Um, well, my first goal is to get comfortable with the system. Makes uh, sense. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Because I'm very. Uh, this is the second time I'm playing the system, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, as well as the character. Um, I, I'd like to be able to build out a well-rounded character. Um, but I'm as I'm stepping into someone right now. I'm still just uh, figuring it out, trying her on. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I, I guess because of what she can do, it's a little weird. But yeah, that's I mean, what I was about to say. That leads into a question for me: Which of her forms are you most excited to try on? Oh, uh, me as Becky or mm-hmm. Laura in general? You as Becky. Um, let me just look them up again. <laughs> this one that says Adramalik's mom. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so I don't. Mm. I mean, okay, in general, I love the idea of being able to fly, but I feel like that's kind of a lame thing to say. Um, not at all. Not, not all. if you want to. Yeah. Right? That's awesome. Flying is but, but I don't know what a siege lizard is, and that sounds really kind of cool. 
That's that's the Ankylosaurus. Oh, yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. A siege lizard. So, so maybe that's that. how they would have taken. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Transform I... into a giant Ankylosaurus-like creature and simply bash down the wall. Pretty yeah. effective way of taking out mundane defenses. Oh, yep. that's like a dinosaur. That's yeah. a straight up dinosaur. That's a straight up dinosaur. Cool. I'm I'm excited to be a dino. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's plenty of other dinosaur-like or dinosaur-adjacent creatures in this world for you to hunt if you so choose. Okay. All right. Uh, so then we come to everybody's favorite moments. What is your question for me, group? Mm-hmm. Who's got mm-hmm. one? Are you going to consult amongst yourselves? Or should I roll uh, it randomly and see who I mean, gets to ask your question? I, I want to ask him if he if he actually expected or had any fear of us going to have the assassination meeting first and then going to talk to the despot, because I'm thinking the answer is definitely not. And it was just there to be like, you could have the illusion of choice, but George knows us too well. But anyway, that would be my question. I'm, I'm fine with that question, unless That's somebody's got another humdinger. Oh, what are you planning for other Molly to limit break? <laughs> Can I ask him that? <laughs> I don't think he's allowed to tell us that. <laughs> Uh, I have no plans for an Andromalical Limit Break. All he needs to do to stop it really is to just stop addressing to his name, which we all know is impossible, of course, because actually, wait a minute, you have an intimacy toward your name. So if you were to stop doing that, then wouldn't you violate your intimacy? Yep. Which I would limit break. cause a limit. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. got a trap right there. Yeah. No, it's going to happen eventually, which it's is good because that's the good character. for the story. It's good Uh-oh. for the story when that eventually happens. Uh, anyway, as far as the other question, uh, as far as my plans, if you had gone to the meeting with the assassination first. It was more, did you think that would actually happen? Or were you like, did you I, have it in your brain where you're like, there's no way they're going to do that? I did not think that you would actually end up going to that mission first. No, I did yeah. not think you would. Uh, <laughs> what hmm. I did think was going to happen and what seemed like was going to happen right up until like the 11th hour was that you were going to split into Classic. two groups and go to both of them simultaneously. And that could have led to some very interesting comedy of error where... And this is, of course, assuming that uh, there were no godly influence roles to scare the living daylights out of uh, the despot. And he did give you the offer to work for him. So then you would have had competing uh, agreements that you had made to work for both sides of this coming conflict. And then (laughs) where will things be going from there? However, you kind of side skirted that by being honest which is just a strategy that people don't try in tabletop games. So uh, risky strategy. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Nice job, guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So previously on Exalted, as well indicated there, you did go to your meeting with uh, House Naman, the representative Naman Darrow. Before doing so, however, you did spend some time to examine the tapestry of fate that you had been using to wrap your weapons up with uh, and come up with some ideas on how you might be able to fashion some moon silver that was being uh, not moon silver, uh, some some star metal, which was being uh, acquired to work some kind of adjustments here and make this tapestry perhaps a little bit more useful. Meanwhile, you uh, then went to this meeting where after a lengthy lengthy debate and discussion much lengthier than i thought it was going to be for the record uh you did agree that you would in theory at least pending meeting the actual individual help with overthrowing the current ruler of gem the despot rankar the number 
that you would be unseating him, putting in his place someone who claimed to actually be a descendant of the original Rancar, founder of Gem. And this ended with, or we ended last time with this individual walking in and asking, well, indicating these are the people that are going to be helping him. So, what do we do now? This individual has just walked in and given you all your once over. As a reminder, he is a fairly working class looking individual, hard features, um, muscular, not a cruel face, simply a pragmatic looking appearance. What do you do? Roll for initiative. Oh, oh, he's the gem. I get it. Oh, that's that's who he is. Okay. I see. It's All not, right. No, it's not the gem. The gem was the no. The gem was the city gem. No, but he's a metaphor for the city, right? Because he's going to be the new. I see. <laughs> you know, I. I but he could be. But he's a little uh, polish. Yeah. Nice. I mean, as far as gems go, <laughs> not very shiny. Not very. A diamond in the rough. I see. Uh, I think you look. <laughs> I think you look very regal. To be clear. Um, my yeah, friends are... yeah, that's like a straight up lie. He's wearing like a blacksmith apron. Like, what? What is that? Do you have a problem with that? No. As far as if you were smithing me weapons, but as you're going to be the leader of Jim, um, perhaps maybe like a robe or something. You know, he, maybe with my colleague. With my colleague. <laughs> Reverend. You're fucking up big time. You're, you're, you're my friend, depending on how That's much. not a good sign when he chokes on the word. <laughs> he's uh, inferring is uh, that you are going to be stepping into a very auspicious office very soon. Uh, and that looking the part is going to be as important as it is playing the part. And I think that is now the questions that we do have for you, not to be judging. And I kind of like shoot like Adramalix like a sideways, like I, not like mean or anything, just very clearly like. I have plenty of clothes that I can offer you. Oh, so this is your way of, of offering gifts. Y y yes, of course. I mean, he can't go about looking like this. Okay, well, thank you very much. And <laughs> I just, I'm trying to just, but I think now we have questions about what your plans are for this place. Uh, this place for Jem? That is at least foremost on my mind, you know? Yes. Uh, if if we intend on enacting to ensure you have control and become ideally a uh, lawful and uh, righteous ruler, hopefully you can let us know where you stand in regards to the current activities in Jem and what you intend on doing going forward. Lawful doesn't matter much. So do you make the laws? The laws are what you say they are, as is evidenced by this very leader himself. The idea of a lawful ruler is moot. The idea of a righteous ruler, someone guided by some outside force that doesn't, doesn't exist in this world, that just has its tendrils here controlling the people, why would I want to be that either? I want to be a ruler who's going to make sure that the people are taken care of. Have you been to the Despot's location? Have you seen the opulence, the waste that is left there? Do you have any idea what could be done to help the people of this city if just a fraction less was wasted on watering unnecessary plants? Serving people that don't exist, slaughtering animals and throwing them in the garbage afterwards. So you've I'm, been there. I'm there. in 100% agreement with you, just for the record. I just think your appearance goes a long way towards convincing the other houses to support you because you can't run the city without their backing. There's some politicking that goes around. Now, I'm not the best when it comes to politicking. My father <clears throat> taught me that quite <laughs> harshly, but 
Regardless, uh, it is important for you as you will be stepping into this position. And I don't know a whole lot, but what guidance I can offer is a proper attire. Also, the proper time comes, of course. Right now, hiding uh, your true identity is important. Oh, that's why he's wearing that. Oh, that's so smart. Oh, but see, I knew it. He's very good. I'm wearing this because I've spent the last 20 years of my life locked away doing hard work for the curse of my birth. Now that I'm free, I intend to see that this monster that currently rules this city is dealt with. That's very noble. Hmm. What will you do differently to raise up the people beyond the waste of the desperate? The city itself, the methods of running the city are what they've been for generations. The houses can't be easily removed. The idea of these monopolies of them working for their own individual goals, being allowed their profits, keeps them from seeking higher status. In terms of the actual ruling of the city, I can't say that things have been done particularly badly for the management of these forces, but they're not the ones that I'm concerned with. It's the ones that are underneath, the ones that get stepped on by these houses. What Do you have a specific question? Do you want me to go through my list of political ideologies? Oh yes, I think slavery is bad, but it's necessary for the survival of the city. Oh, uh, the working people should be getting paid for their efforts a far better wage than they're being paid right now. Do you want me to just simply go through every hypothetical situation I could come up with? No. Um, no, that sounds great, yes. Who can give me a perception awareness, please? Oh, I definitely do. <laughs> oh, boy. Perception awareness. And Mountain also seems oh, actually, very common. I'm sorry, uh, perception socialize. Perception, perception socialize. socialize. That bad. makes more sense. I'm bad yes, it at does. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Adramalik will sort of lean back in his chair um, uh, and gaze appraisingly upon um, this individual, um, sort of like taking into account like the their jaw, whether or not it's clenched or not, any creases in the eyes, uh, how much their hands are shaking as they're talking, and if it's sort of a nervous shaking or if it's a passionate shaking. Do I get any stuntage for this uh, this socialize? Never do that stunt. And uh, Laura's definitely been listening quite intently on um, the strength of his voice. Uh, it sounds very uh, combative already towards people who are in theory going to help. So uh, kind of like trying to take it all in with like a skeptical sort of look. Uh, yeah, you can have it to that son. Mountain, on the other hand, is very much just kind of like letting them letting this wash over him. Um, the mountain is like young. He does have that like wizened, like mountain spirit kind of vibe. And so he does just kind of let he lets the anger and whatnot kind of like wash past him. And he's just trying to focus on like the conviction of the words and what this person is trying to convey in this moment. Okay. Uh, yep, you can have to do that, son. And uh, Deerum will be paying attention to his dialogue, uh, but uh, almost in a way to undermine when he hears the fervor kind of spike, just begin pouring himself a cup of water and drinking and staring away, breaking contact, to, <laughs> and while out of the corner of his eye, seeing if either this rises the hackles or if he's continuing to stay to a performative dialogue, uh, a show rather than actually speaking from the heart. Okay, yep, you can have a two-dot stun. And I rolled seven successes for expediency's sake. You what? And I rolled seven successes for expediency's <laughs> sake. <laughs> yeah, you don't need the stunts. I got six! <laughs> wow! 
five. Um, I got four, but I also want to ask while I'm, while this is all going on, um, uh, you say you've been locked away for years. Uh, what makes you actually want to help this city? Okay. Once we, uh, yeah. get through this, I will answer that or not answer that depending on his response. Rich. Oh, I got a six. Got a six. Okay. Five's not a higher. Good, not a good roll. Five was the target. Uh, four, uh, you see that in him, he is about halfway through his sentence. He kind of stops paying attention to you individual people. And his gaze kind of fixes on some point in the middle distance. Uh, you can see the, the hackles rising. You can see the building fervor within him. This is clearly more of a passion speech rather than him trying to actually convince you of anything. He's simply working himself up. And out of the corner of your eye, uh, you see a slight wince from the Mondaro as this tirade uh, grows. Mm-hmm. And then Autumn asks her question. So I'll... yes, you want to? You want to? Could you ask that again? Just so that I can react to it. Mm-hmm. So you've been locked away for several years. You seem very passionate, but what makes you want to help these people if you've been out of the loop, so to say? I haven't been locked away by the city. I've been locked away by its ruler. I want to help these people because I've seen the other people who've been taken, who've been brought to work, the mines, who have had their lives stolen for his petty greed, for his lust for treasures, to show his power in this world. I want to show him this power he thinks he has is nothing more than an illusion. So I, I want to, to take this city from him. I want him to see that this was never his to begin with. So it's so, revenge based. I, I actually smile or says that and I just kind of like look at him. <laughs> is there a problem with that? Is there any injustice that is sought to be rectified that doesn't have some measure of the seeking of vengeance? It's not so, necessarily bad, but it does show motivation, which is important. It's, uh, if fire uh, can be pleasant, it can keep you warm if it is controlled. If you let a fire rage out of control, it will burn down fleets. It will become destructive. So it does matter if this is only about revenge or if it is, I believe from what you have said, that you do want to help people. The question is, is do you want to help people more than you want to hurt the despot? I think as long as these positions align you in the same direction that we are, it does not really matter. And personally, I find revenge to be one of the purest of motivators. Unfortunately, you won't get my army or me with that answer. (laughs) So I would like to know your opinion. opens his mouth to answer and you can see a little bit of the of fire behind him as he does uh and naman darrow speaks up if I, if i if i may you may not <laughs> you're in my house so i certainly may you may but your answer is not the one i'm looking for right now no but would you expect someone who spent 20 years of his life locked away from civilization to come out of that and be immediately ready for the social niceties no, but I would not. And this I'm not is what expecting. he has support for. This is what others stand beside him for. Others provide guidance. Others are here to help temper these flames. This is a good answer. And you're I'm open glad to this. you let me speak it, he says with a little wry smile. I, I, I gave him one back in, in, in deference. And you will allow for this? You can, see, you can still see the fire uh, behind him as he shoots a glance over in that direction. He takes... <sighs> I am aware that I have prejudices and wounds which must be which must be answered for, but 
they must not be allowed to come before the city and the safety of the people. However, I do not believe that my quest for an answering strike against this monster is antithetical to this process. You are correct. Certainly not. Can I roll insight on this? I want... <laughs> so... Laura's taking in, uh, for any of our podcast viewers, uh, how he's very, um, it looks like he, it's difficult for him to say these words. <laughs> and so I want to see how, does it look like this was a speech that he was given to repeat when asked this question and that it's hard for him to actually say these words because he doesn't support them or not? Okay. Uh, you can give me a uh, you can give me a uh, perception socialize. Okay, I'm like so bad at that. Uh, and you can have a two dot stun for that. That was a good a good insight. Yes. As Lore is observing um, this man, Ajamalik will stand up from his chair and slowly begin to approach. Who are you approaching? <laughs> him to, to the, uh, this this person. Oh no. Um, and I, do I get an automatic success or an automatic double success? You get an automatic single success and two extra dice. Cool, six. Okay. Um, and everybody's got flies today. That's <laughs> little yeah, tiny it's, ones. Yeah, it's <laughs> oh, for anyone listening, we just watched George completely squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> um. Sorry, brain back in focus. Um, <laughs> uh, there is, so within him, you can see that you get an impression that these are words that he is speaking in the moment. This does not appear to be a rehearsed speech. However, there are elements of this is what people have told me. I understand them. I, I understand it intellectually. It is hard to agree with it, <laughs> but I understand in theory everything that I am saying is correct. Okay, understands the right thing, but he's he's tempered from being a full there. anarchist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to burn it all down, but they're like, "Hey, we got to keep some of the political structures in place." He's like, "All right, fine." Yeah. Okay. Uh, so so Ajamalik will, uh, having uh, reached right in front of him. You look at him, uh, and, oh, uh, and very... as you approach him, he does oh. t turn to look in your direction, and you can see Naman get a little bit, uh, Darrow get a little bit tense. But there's assuming that you don't draw a weapon or yeah, something. No, I'm, I'm approaching very relaxedly. <laughs> it's not an aggressive stride. It's it's, and as I'm doing, I'm looking him up and down, um, kind of sizing him up, not in, in like a how capable he is as a fighter, but just sort of like taking in his general demeanor and appearance, how relaxed and poised he is. Um, and when I reach up to him, I say, "There's one final test you must pass. See if we will do this for you." He meets your eyes as you're giving him the appraising look. He doesn't. He doesn't uh, flinch from it. He stands, if anything, a little bit straighter backed. And as long as your eyes are looking at in his direction, he does not break eye contact. Without breaking eye contact, I reach my hand into my shirt and I pull out Uba and I hold him out in front. <laughs> he looks confused. And I set Uba down and Uba scatters over to, to him. <laughs> what do you think? Yes? No? Not food. No, not food, but the vibe. Are we good? Is he, you know? <laughs> what? You're putting it up to me? Yeah, that's <laughs> right, George. If the monkey doesn't trust him, I don't trust him. 
Or we want at least a five minute scene between Uba and the guy. Wait, I, I want to see, ask. does he get scritches? Does he Does he recoil? Does he kiss is, the monkey? What does he do? Groundhog's Uba Day. Is actually guy. something, like is Uba speaking and we can all hear? Is this Yes, yes. we all we all hear Oh, Uba. okay, okay. It's a talking Uba monkey. Uba is a talking monkey. Oh uh, man, I kind of wish it was just to Adramal. How do you say your name? Adramal. Adramal. Alright, let's make a roll for Uba that will determine the course of the game. It really won't because as soon as he was like, this will decide, and I was like, it won't. Like, it's, yeah. I literally well, was like, if I trust him or not. It's just if I trust him. Okay, so Uba skitters up to him on the table, uh, <laughs> standing up on the hind legs, looking up at this individual who looks down at him. You see the severity on his face. His hand clenched a little bit, reaches toward Uba. Uba moves back slightly. He reacts. He opens his hand slowly and places it just near Uba, giving Uba the chance to come that last few inches in for the head scritch or pet. Uba watches the hand with some trepidation before eventually moving a little bit closer and getting the slightest of head pats before scampering backward okay that was good that was good reminds me of that scene in pan with that boy who messes with robin williams face like it's like what is what is actually happening oh there you are <laughs> yeah, like, 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 what, what is happening okay all right uh, I, I do i don't quite understand but well the one who's going to be the sneakiest and the best able to do this quietly approves of you i think so that's that's a good sign now for the rest of us a bit more concerned with the future of the city we probably have a few questions uh foremost i don't need to know all of your political opinions and also i do not expect you to not be rough around the edges i expect you to be angry you're allowed to be angry it's fine what, what i'm curious about is, is you said that there's a system in place in which people are allowed to be corrupt at their various levels because then they know that they gain what they gain and then it helps keep them at their status quo. But that status quo also helps keep the people beneath them in fairly bad straits, as you know. So is this something that you will eventually address? I need strength to do that. I know, it's not an immediate thing. Please. Sorry. Please. I need strength in order to hold this. The problem with this city is that there are too many powerful forces and these powerful forces are currently controlled through these corrupt methods. I would prefer to do away with them. Prefer not to have these houses that have complete and absolute control over areas of this city. But in order to get rid of them, I need power to oppose not just one of them, but all of them. If I come for one of these houses, the rest will see and they will overthrow. Hmm. This city has lasted with this system for a long time, and I do think that it needs to change, but we it needs to be done either slowly or with complete and total military might, which I do not have. Do you have the might to overthrow a city with a full mercenary market, literally a market where mercenaries come through the entirety of creation to sell their services? Yes. Yeah, probably. But it's not about what I can do. It's about what you want to want your plans are, and I have my own plans to attend to. But if I had the might to do that, then yes, I would seek to do so. But know that that would... It would be a hard road for Jem in the short term, and a risky one. Hmm. But your plan is, is if you're given the opportunity to change it. My plan is to start Jem down a better path. Whether I can see it to its conclusion, that's... You will. You have a certain fire in you. 
man made myself when I was your age. I'm um, like three years old in this guy. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> the condescension is probably not lost. Actually, I think Ezra McCollum, are you like 21 or something? It's like 24. He's older than you. Oh, you're actually older than me and Deer, I think. Yep. He looks at you in confusion once more, looks toward Mountain. That was that was uh, my question. That it answers most other questions that I would have. I have a few other. We'll call them uh, bargaining points. Uh, but I will let Liam and Laura ask their questions as well as where is Sparrow. By the way, I don't know if you want to be called Sparrow, but I'm used to it, and you haven't told me not to, so I just keep calling you Sparrow, <laughs> like absolutely, just yeah. all the time. Dragon <laughs> like, Royale. That's cool. Do you do that? Are you like it's Royale? Yeah, I guess yeah. Okay, then, then, I'll, then I'll stop. But otherwise, it's like, am I good, buddy? Punch McGee. Oh, don't call me that anymore. Don't call me that anymore. <laughs> he looks at <sighs> the three of you that were indicated toward. Well, so I guess maybe first mother first, like, who are we speaking with? I don't think we've been properly introduced. As in, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> I gathered. I, I am intelligent enough to gather that implication. I like uh, I like that you're the only one who asked him. You know, I was just like, no, yeah. I, no, you I, just yeah. negotiated with this guy for a half yeah. hour. And <laughs> Majak. Gonna write that down. M-A-Jock or Majak? Majak. Majak. Uh, M-A-J-A-K. Like magic, but Majak. <laughs> like magic, but not. <laughs> I'm gonna show the G. Yeah, like if Jack was Jack. Jack. <laughs> and who do we have to thank for your benediction after 20 years and being a slave? Is this our host here, or is there someone else that would be benefiting from this arrangement? Ah, yes, I can. I can answer that. Nemondero speaks up through our studies of the city itself. I will be honest here. We have been seeking a method for bringing this city in closer to the fold. I will not make any... I will not hide this fact. It is It is what it is, and it would be disingenuous for me to claim otherwise. And during our studies, we came across a, a certain resource which possessed a slightly more complete study of the lineages of this city. And upon following that to its conclusion, we were able to locate a jack here. And we were able to, with some difficulty, remove him from his previous conditions. Now, just just to clarify, the people that you liberated him from, were they aware of his lineage and that's why he was incarcerated thus, thusly? Or, or is yes. this more of, oh, oh, so they know he's free. How recently did you they break him out? They do not know that he is free. They believe that he is dead. Oh, well, that works perfectly in our favor then. We have the element of surprise completely on our hands. This should be uh, done in the nighttime, or done in the daytime. You do things during the day here, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Typically speaking. Majak, yes. is that the name that is associated with your lineage? No, that was my birth name. I, I did not know my lineage until I was taken free, from, if I, until I was released from my bonds. I thought I was simply, I don't know. I don't know what I thought. I just knew that something happened that caused... My family to be enslaved there, and that was my lot. And then I was brought from that hell where my family... <clears throat> I then learned the reason why. Why we were kept in such terrible, terrible condition. I, I'm sorry, I should have been a little bit clearer. If we call you Majak, would that be a bad thing in public? Ah, will my name be recognized? I can't imagine any of the half a dozen people who know the truth of my lineage 
would randomly hear you saying my name, but the twists of fate are what they will. It's totally a normal name. I have like two Jacks that, that I know, so it's it's fine. Well, as long as we don't say that we have met Jack of House Ragnar, that should be fine. Sounds right. Yeah, very, very true. Uh, <sighs> following this, Dirham will turn actually to uh, Darrow and say, and you found written documentation of the lineage? I thought, if I'm not mistaken, that most of it was destroyed. Yes, everything, everything that is within the city was indeed destroyed. But we were able to seek alternative locations. Ooh, grave goods, perhaps? I'm sorry? Grave goods, perhaps? Shh. <laughs> she doesn't know what that is. Sorry? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, when you have things in the real world, in creation, and they get destroyed, uh, 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 they come Yes, I understand what you're saying now. I understand what you're yeah. saying now. Uh, did you say that out loud? To, yeah. To him? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that is not the direction that we went. Uh, we, we did have to deal with some potentially unsavory directions, but we were able to locate some vast stores of knowledge that possessed this. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do, do a... Uh, yeah, uh, let's read intentions here. Yeah, read intention <laughs> on that. Although, like, what could we gleam from Kyoto than that, that he's hiding something? Mm-hmm. Well, if this guy... If this, this is a yeah, um, like, he had to do some unsavory if, things to get some knowledge. Yeah. You know. Also, also, if any of this is not true, that means that this guy is a, a, a patsy mm-hmm. and a very good one at that. There's more verification that we're okay with our path. <laughs> uh, I got. Right, only... You wouldn't want to put a pup. You wouldn't want to put a fake descendant on. Yeah, the phone, right. Uh, it's more, Even though it's he wants more to like, do all the right things, it's not right because I mean, he's the as wrong one. As long as he does, as long as he does. But yeah. also, as long as the houses it's too, buy it's the, the papers two, that they have. Two successes. Two successes. Okay. Uh, and then, well, yeah, and uh, Royal, I guess, was looking more about uh, Daryl's reaction to the mention of their great goods and the different underworld. Whether that, perhaps he hit the nail on the head and he went to something ghost-related to get the information, and I got nine successes. Can can I um, like help out by by um, asking? Uh, as a scholar myself, I am very curious of any sort of uh, pathways to knowledge that you could have. Can you please explain a little bit further? We can certainly ask that. That won't help with their insight rules in this okay, case. Well, I'm curious anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so. Uh, with nine successes, uh, when you asked your question, there was a little bit of not uh, you hitting the nail on the head, but re- but more of a um, probably should have gone that direction first. That might have been faster. I'd have been able to find it. Didn't think of that. Uh, probably should have. Uh, and that's because I didn't think of that. Uh, but <laughs> and so there you go. Not all not all uh, not all NPCs are all knowing, nor am I uh, that the direction that they took was something that was a little bit more difficult than that might have been. We had, we found some students of the lore of this world from a different realm. How? Through a manner of summoning. So you summoned demons into this realm, which then allowed you to get this information. Is that, is that the extent of this? Yes. Ah, Mark. So long there as the are... papers they have hold up under the scrutiny of the houses, it does not really matter if he is legitimate or not, right? <clears throat> I mean, let's be honest. That's all the houses care about. That's all we should care about. That is true, and in truth, the houses won't even care whether 
paperwork holds up as long as their petty fortunes are remaining intact or perhaps growing. So then what and do we, we care about? Them. Let's get and kill this guy. We know where he is, right? Let's just, let's do it, guys, yeah? Well, I thought perhaps you would care about the legitimacy of this, but if you don't, I mean... We do. do I, mean, I think what we're more interested in is your source, because we're also looking for something of the ancient past from this area, so maybe your friend summoning would uh, be able to answer our questions as well. Oh, interesting. Uh, well, we the resource that we found does have extensive uh, knowledge of the history of this place, going back to, well, before Gem was Gem. So perhaps, perhaps what knowledge you seek would be found there. Well, we'll definitely love to explore that option when and it's that, convenient. And we would be happy to include that as part of your fee. And then what are we well, waiting for? Well, let's go kill us a despot. Mm, uh, Perhaps oh, talking because... about the fee would might be the next step. That would be. Yeah. He just said he would include it. He's a stand-up man. Come now, let's go and stab this guy. <laughs> no, there are other things that we wish besides that are monetarily of value. Oh, you mean you don't you don't simply wish to do this for the betterment of gem and the good of all mankind or good of all creation? By and large part. He says yes. that sar sarcastically. <laughs> obvious sarcasm, dropping his resolve to zero to allow automatic failure on <laughs> or guile, dropping his guile to, you know what I mean. Oh, okay, so. I got it. Even even Ajamalik picks up on that. <laughs> A fine part of the bargain. But we do have things that are important to us. So beyond, uh, we will say, uh, regular mercenary compensation, uh, which we will go at, uh, we'll call it above market rate, uh, which I'm sure you can do. This is not the question. Uh, there are things that I would request for Gem. And we are in, a, I would say, the only time and position in which we can request these things of you. So it seems like an opportune time. Well, then let us join the negotiation table, shall we? we Gestures for... Is there a different table? <laughs> Another table next no. to the dining room table. Yes, yes. They come out with this other table the servants bring in. Um, this table, and thank you for giving me this, me this idea, uh, they bring in a smaller table which sit, which is sat alongside of the larger dining table. Uh, this chair has two seats set uh next to it one on opposite sides on each in front of each of these chairs uh, a small uh ink uh small ink jar and quill are placed and in the center you see paperwork as well as a map of gem and the surrounding countryside uh you see standard mercenary contracts which are laid out there and uh yeah then namandaro rises moves over to one side of the table and seats himself there while uh, Majak goes and seats himself at the table and begins slowly eating the food. <laughs> he then looks expectantly, uh, Namandaro then looks expectantly at the group to see who is going to join him at the negotiation table. Thank you for making that exist. You're welcome. <laughs> but also, the things I'm asking would have to do with laws that I wish to see enacted. Oh, very well. Um, he gestures for a servant to come. Uh, please bring me the, uh, the uh, Codex of Laws of Gem. Servant scurries away, comes back uh, with a sheaf of papers that detail the legal proceedings within Gem. Yes, are there specific legal uh, questions you have? Well, yes, but these are questions that are both for you and the future ruler of Gem. So Yisraga Royale stands up and goes to the <laughs> other side of the table. Perfect, bureaucracy. <laughs> <laughs> and this so, negotiation table is just two chairs, right? Uh, yep. 
Okay, cool. So I stay at the large table and I'm just kind of So I I'm looking with I, I'm I'm literally looking Majek. between Majak and uh the, the negotiation table, I'll say, because obviously what I'm saying I'm saying to Royale so that way he can yep. Royale it up. Um, <laughs> um first and foremost, uh, if you could get us a We'll call it a blanket pardon on anything that we've done and will do during this operation uh, and previous to this operation. Uh, that alone. Uh huh. That's not him saying that. This is me saying that. Uh, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to be like. So when I fucking go full sun, it's like you yep. said it was okay. He, he had been <laughs> reaching for the uh, quill, like he was going to start taking notes. He then puts it back in the jar, slides the jar slightly to the side, turns towards you and says, perhaps you could be a little more... What have you done that you are seeking pardon for? Uh, look, I, I will be forthright here and say that we would have no objection to this in theory. However, if you were then to go out and start slaughtering people in the city, so... We, there is there's clearly a reason why you are asking this for this. And it's not because you are going to overthrow the government, because clearly we would pardon you for that. Uh, clearly there would be no crime because you are simply instating the lawful, right, uh, rightful ruler within the city. So what is the basis for this? Hmm. Well, what I can't be honest here. What you're saying isn't isn't exactly true, though. What you are suggesting is that assassinating the ruler of this city is going to be step one, step two. There are many unknowns here, and while we have the element of surprise, we are fairly confident that this group, this mercenary band, and ourselves, however we need to involve ourselves, can get it done. But if somebody decides to run, if a scene is made, if people get in the way, are we to not get this done? How if, far does it need to go? If people get in the way, that is the part that just gives me slight pause. Uh, like all of the despots, loyal guards and individuals, servants. Ah, uh, so you are fairly new to the city, yes? Yes. Okay. Do you know how the despot keeps his control over the city? The, oh, the mercenaries. A particular amount of force. Yes. Every mercenary company that comes into this city has at least some of its members hired by the despot to provide his security, to provide his force of arms here. The rest are clear to do whatever they wish, but he reserves at least a portion of each mercenary company. That allows him to have eyes and ears within every mercenary company, so should someone try to go and bribe one of them, he will inevitably hear about it because, well, the despot pays very well for these people, mm. and they would rather, at least thus far, None have chosen loyalty to their company over the payout for turning in conspirators. So, to, to bring up this point, any such soldiers that you find within there are going to be the well-trained mercenaries that are hiring themselves out in the city of Gem, and they will all be people who are, yes, abjectly loyal to the despot and have been bribed to him. So yes, there's clearly no problem with dealing with any of them as you see fit. I, I have a common sense question to ask. Yes. I would know about the world probably unless you decide I need to make a roll. Um, mm -hmm. 
are there like cursed bloodlines and stuff like that like families on the blessed isle that have been like wiped out or like are like oh yeah if you find any of these people blah blah so not anthemis but like (laughs) okay cool but there are those exist and they're considered i'm guessing lesser than being a solar like it's like oh that's bad but it's not like as bad as being like yeah you're a solar to your common knowledge yes okay well, if any of us were born uh, into, we will call it a uh, listen pleasant class. He opens his mouth to speak, and then, uh, and then uh, Majak speaks from the table itself. I was born to a less than pleasant class. Do you think I'm going to pass judgment on one who has a curse of birth? Ah, uh, but what if the realm says that curse of birth is to be killed, or punished, or moved? What is your answer then? My answer remain. My answer remains the same. And the uh, like Mandara then speaks up. <laughs> you will be helping to secure this as a tributary to the realm. Any such blemishes upon your family house? Yes, they would be a negative thing, of course, if they were to be found out. However, they would all. This action could also serve to potentially repair such damage. Confirmed versus potential are two distinct details here. Let's just say, his theorem says that there is potential, there is confirmed. I want to know that if it is learned, let's just say uh, that, uh, and I point at uh, Uba for ease of use, that Uba is discovered to be some sort of terrible sorcerer that is outlawed in the realm, but that terrible sorcery helps you win this battle that we will exist, be able to exist in Gem, and as long as we are what we say we are, we care for the people as we care for the people, then in Gem, and while we are in Gem, we will never have any sort of problems with who or what we are, what methods we employ as long as it does not uh, physically adversely affect the people, because obviously there are other adverse effects that people could say, like morality, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, philosophical reasons where you could say oh, i don't want your monkey that does weird magic here but i'm talking about real tangible harm so as long as we are a force of good in gem ubas whatever and anyone else in this party will not reach the ears of the blessed isles and our crime well, is forgiven so. here <laughs> what now no, I was just like, oh, and then turns out the uh, you know Uba's a lunar, and oh, <laughs> oh my god, don't Peter Pettigrew my monkey, I'll lose my mind. <laughs> uh, um, he he looks at you. Hastaman would, of course, never condone the use of dangerous of dangerous magics which have been outlawed for good reason he then gestures over his shoulder and all the servants uh make their way out of the room (laughs) once they've all gone um you feel a a slight silence fall over the room like uh, the sounds that you make are more deadened they don't travel quite as far Uh, there's there's a hollowness to what you say however if such actions were necessary in order to make sure that the city of gem falls under its rightful rulership, and joins with power of the realm. It would be unwise of us to sully such a victory with knowledge spreading of unsavory methods. Hmm. I, I look at... Uh, uh, me and Durham are much more hidden than everyone else, so I very distinctly like look to Durham and I'm like, mm, and then I look to everyone else. Uh, but Royale has like an incredible persona, so I'm like, he's not worried about it. He's just going to pretend he's like, I'm a wind man or whatever <laughs> it is that he does. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Ajamalik, yeah. his eyes are at Uba, and he's like, he's like, no, no, you're not a solar. It's okay. No one's going to punish <laughs> you. Shh. Wait, did you really just, did you just say that? He's whispering <laughs> it, yes. <laughs> I didn't say, <laughs> the I said sorcerer. 
But yep. correct, I'm correct. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna but, give him a set. I'm gonna roll his senses. So I'm gonna roll his senses and see okay, what he hears. Okay, Don't worry, no one's hunting for you. Everything's fine. Everything's fine with anathema. <laughs> it's also nobody uses that word. Nobody uses that word, right? Almost in a nap. Nobody uses the word so like we didn't know that's what we were until Roxy. True. Right? Or near But now that, that word, word is in Adramalic's vocab. So <laughs> I know, I'm just saying, <laughs> we like know. we didn't but I don't think that's a common word. They just call us like that yeah. word that I can't say. The anathema. Daronimon <laughs> might know more than the average person. And Lori looks... Oh, go ahead. If Laura has something to add before I... Oh, I mean, I'm just sitting at the table popping grapes and and watching um, Jack. Not in any sort of, like, purposeful way, just... <laughs> just hanging out, looking at a dude. <laughs> if you know that such is likely to come out, if you can be upfront with such, then we can prepare alibis, excuses, alternative explanations for things that might happen, and we can do so in advance, set the groundwork. It would be easier to do that now rather than to try to pick up the pieces later. If the, if that makes sense. It does. Mostly oh, your secrets are your own, and I am not here to force you to share your share what you consider personal. However, if you believe that you have such that might jeopardize this endeavor, I would ask that you be upfront. Mm, it's not a matter of, of yeah. It's not a matter of jeopardizing this matter. It's more of making sure that our own well-being is taken care of, depending on how much sacrifice we put forward for the greater good of Jem. Well, considering the trust that I have placed in you thus far with our, quite frankly, schemes of treason against the city, mm. I would hope that you could let, uh, that you would have the faith to allow me a similar courtesy. But, again, they are your secrets to share or to keep. I heard Rayal about to say something, so I'm going to wait to say my thing. Uh, more out of Uh... We noticed that shady character out after meeting the despot, and we know that he's some sort of something related to undead that Adramalik met, right? Do we know that as well? Do we know that this is like someone from the other thing? No. Okay. Uh, no, I did not recognize that them. person because he failed his role. All I did you not did, remember. All him. you saw was a guy in dark armor that looked sketchy. I was like, hey, I think Perfect. I know that guy. Nah, it doesn't and he was the only one who had the memory to be able to yeah. roll it. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't remember. I failed. That's what I do. I fail forward, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, I'm against that kind of potential failure, but in this case, I'll, I'll allow it. Hmm. Well, yeah. On a somewhat unrelated note, we are trying to outrace some force of the underworld that might be scouring the city for looking for something that we're also looking for to stop it and so on. So maybe, you know, preparing for that will be advisable, but that might not come up during this mission, I guess. That's what, you know, Ragar would mention offhand, just prime them for that. Is this connected with your request for information? Yes. Yes. Well, that seems like a very pressing concern and perhaps a good reason for us to establish a partnership here. We have knowledge and you have a need of knowledge. You have force and we have a need of force. You are a mercenary company that is coming to the city, which is not yet infiltrated by the despot. So definitely, my men are not infiltratable. Okay. So um, no offense meant to you, but every company believes that. <laughs> so, what other terms do we need to put down here? I have questions too. Well then, <laughs> do you, do you believe what we say that we are good people that we want to help for the sake of being good? That's something that you believe. Speaking honestly, 
I have no choice but to. I have chosen to put my faith in you. I have revealed what is potentially a very damning secret here. And if you are not the people that I am forced to believe, then then I have a very dangerous flight from the city ahead of me. And well, probably a flight from the Empire as well, as the house would not see would not see kindly to one who has gone against their wishes and uh conspiring against an ally of the realm. So I know what that's like. It my hope not fun. So my hope is that you are good people, that you do have the beliefs that you seem to from your line of questioning. And I have no choice but to believe that you are. So I guess on that, I'd like to uh, check his, uh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever that's called, yeah. Great uh, intention. Great intentions, yeah. Mm-hmm. To check what uh, level of intimacy he has towards Royal based on him having the crown of thunders, which gives every individual that has already an intimacy of emotional context of respect, reverence, and so on. So I believe that someone is else worthy of respect or, or veneration because of the station, accomplishments, or virtues as one step lower. So if he has that towards someone else, he also has that towards Royal already, and he's checked how much hold he has on him. Seven successes. Okay, wait, uh, let me just make sure that I understand that. <laughs> because that's a mouthful. Uh, so <laughs> if he has uh, an intimacy of respect or something due to accomplishments or station, was it? Uh, ah, I pasted the individual ha- harbors any oh, a belief that somebody else is worthy because of their station, accomplishments, or virtues, and the wearer becomes subject of respect at one degree lower. Okay, so if it's major, it becomes minor. If it's minor, it doesn't exist. Uh, if it's defining, it becomes major. Okay. Yeah, so like, oh, if I respect the ruler because they are the ruler, then that counts. Not because, like, I personally like this person because they're, you know, mm-hmm. my brother or something like that. Okay. Uh, you uh, you feel the... You, you get the impression of a minor connection. Okay. Minor intimacy. Uh, yeah, okay. And, uh, oh, and do you... And it is... It is of you know, respect. Respect for accomplishments. Great. Nice. Okay, so yeah, we're talking about trusting each other and so on. Yeah, we have no choice. Well, we have no choice but to trust each other. Yes, we don't have trust, and how can this partnership continue? Yes, I trust Uber, and Uber trusts him. I think you trust our intention and motivation. You trust our force. Um, I guess I just want to know if you trusted your gut about us that we are good. If I did not, I would not have shared. Secret. I would have simply had this be a meeting to welcome new dignitaries, the new forces, and to perhaps hire your mercenary company on some minor task of escorting some of our merchants. Uh, I, I look at Diram and I say, this is not just my secret. No, it's not, but <clears throat> seems as good a time as any. I think the advantage you have, and the reason we are a bit more cautious than you, is because there are certain things that people can feel inside of themselves that are wrong. If others' suffering feels wrong. You don't need to be told it's wrong. You can, you're almost born with it. You have to be convinced otherwise, right? It's very natural to to see it, to feel it, to know it. And when you have others that are good, it's easy to say, you know, let us move forward in removing this good. What's much harder is being told something is bad in your entire life and then convincing someone that it's good, regardless of whether or not it is. It doesn't matter. I've seen lifelong friends, uh, father figures, abandon something that they were taught was bad in a moment. That's much harder to overcome. So do you truly believe we are good? Not because you are forced to, but because you feel that we are good now in this moment. He looks at you hard. 
and he is going to I think I'm trying to instill an intimacy or something. I'm trying to like Oh, are you trying to instill are you trying to instill something in him? Yeah, absolutely. What are you trying to instill? I'm trying to instill doubt. So if he if he has pre like prejudices in his intimacies, so let's say Jordan and Themas, then so I am trying to weaken those intimacies. Okay. In this moment, again, like I, I am okay. trying to set the groundwork to weaken that. So when mm-hmm. I do the reveal, the intimacy is already kind of ready to be pushed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That word is my that word to me. <laughs> I'm going to get you like one of those easy buttons, but I'm going to have it say anathema. So anytime anathema. you need to say it, just push the button. Uh, not that, and not that all of us pronounce it right anyway, as is evidence. But it, it actually came up the other day, and I said it, and Kate was like, "That's not how it said." It was like, and I got, I was like, "I know." <laughs> so, so, someone, someone say it once for me. And then someone, well, someone, say it. <laughs> as everyone says it. <laughs> I couldn't hear it. Anathema. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so you're attempting to weaken. Any uh, an intimacy that he might have toward um, prejudice towards uh, toward groups that he has been taught from birth. You're not aiming for a specific one because you were not being specific enough. To no, I was not. You're looking for for specifically toward anathema, uh, and in fact, the indications that you've gone so far are that it is probably more toward um, something like House of Celsi. Like now, he's mm-hmm. thinking that you're part of a house like that, um, which is fair. Yep. So you can you so you are attempting to weaken. Oh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Does he have tip? So the way that it works to weaken something of a um to weaken a major, you would need to. He needs to have a different, minor, or better intimacy that supports your argument. So that's what I'm trying to decide right now whether he has one or not. Well, if he Uh, has anything toward good people or helping people, we are we are talking about helping. You could use like his intimacy of wanting to, you know, have someone help him. Yep. You know, it's and what it is is he does have an intimacy that will work toward this. So yes, you can you can attempt this. Okay, let's see. Go it's ahead the, and give me that uh, that charisma presence. We're gonna pump all the way. Just yeah, there we go. Like, yeah, we can use that anytime soon. Let's go. Let's uh, do it. Glowing. Yeah, right. Ah, uh, you know see, this might be a good time for oh, me. Yeah, you know what? I feel I feel like you got a really good oh my god. <laughs> well one, two, three. Seriously, I was thinking since last week that that guy has some stuff exalted thing that not necessarily dragon blood it. So we might have a double reveal here, but we'll see. Mm. All right, here we go. Uh, do I get any stuntage, or you don't get those uh, for intimacies? No, you can. Uh, you can have a two dot stunt, and uh, what is your? You know, your appearance is not good enough. No, <laughs> I, I again, I'm above average, but in this group, it means nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> uh, wait, hang on. There, you get a bonus for, and then he gets a blah blah blah. So let me just see. Where are these numbers? There they are. Okay. I just need to make sure that I have the numbers correct. All the yes. <laughs> All right. Roll it. Do it up. What a roller coaster of emotion. There's like so many tens and ones already. <laughs> I have my fingers hidden with the number of successes that you need. You said fingers. That means two hands. <laughs> Five. Oh, God. Okay. Or it means more Seven than one, one, success, one finger. Right? 
What? Seven. Why are you? Seven is a success. Seven is a success. <laughs> okay. Because I have no, I have so many sevens. There's like an absurd amount of sevens in here. Um, Georgia, you're just going to go like. <laughs> <laughs> of course. You're not going to be able to like, know that I didn't just raise one. or lower fingers. <laughs> but you trust me, right? I do. I mean, I trust you to tell uh, me. That's what so this whole conversation is about. It's about trust. <laughs> one, two, three, four. It's all a metaphor. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen successes. Hell yes. Well, that beats a six. Two hands. So, uh, <laughs> I was right. It was two hands. Nice, nice. You were right. Uh, part of becoming a leader, and he looks toward uh, Majak, is learning what you have learned that is incorrect, and bettering yourself for the betterment of your people, accepting your flaws, accepting your misguided information, and learning, moving beyond it, and allowing for, well, growth. So I understand what you mean, and I do agree that it is necessary sometimes to challenge the beliefs that one has held since their childhood. There can be no growth of a person or society without it. I almost wish this was the end of last week so I could be like, we're solars, and we just add it there. Oh, this is clearly <laughs> where the episode's ending, so... <laughs> and the smell thing goes boom. I was gonna, but I'm like, then I'm stuck that way for like a half fucking hour, and I don't like wanna... <laughs> be stuck right that would be isn't it a half hour for the load for yeah. the dim yeah, or little... or you well you can spend a moat to reveal your cast part oh right? you can yes you can oh then yeah uh uh what up uh, i i i actually look very much like at like dirham for like approval again because this is uh, me and dirham been living the secret life so like i very much like look at dirham for like approval yeah dirham is dirham is watching you very intently but gives a very very small nod uh, I turn back toward him and I say, let's hope you are a man of your word. And I activate my cast symbol. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. damn. <laughs> of course, the worst one that could, it could possibly be as the, um, as you're the ones with the reputation of being murder machines. Only if he knows that. And I don't know that. So there's not, it's not like. <laughs> Anyone who has studied the Immaculate Faith would know that. Oh, so one, I do know that. Yes. Oh, oh no. Well, then. <laughs> and, oh, no. And, and You're once, the slayers. And yeah. once and once Mountain reveals his, Deerum will also activate and reveal his as well. So we've got, let me get these names <laughs> right. We've got the slayers. We've got. Malfactor. Um, but that's not right. And he knows that now, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out either way. Oh, everyone's glowing. Atrobotic's like, oh, I could do this too. They'll make theirs start glowing. <laughs> Well, not glowing, <laughs> just like the just darkening. Like the, uh, <laughs> that's not concerning. Dripping blood. I mean, honestly, right? we don't know what he is. I, so I'm like, I don't know if anyone's gonna know what the fuck you are. Okay. Does anybody else activate their things in that moment? Uh, no. Nice. Classic. Ever the politician. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to enjoy our show, and a big thank you to our generous patrons, Bubble Dirt, Nova Phoenix, The Piahu, and Red Comet. Come back next week or join our Patreon, where the next episode is live now. Meanwhile, don't forget to check out our tutorials and video plays on YouTube at The RPG Blender. Our next tutorial series is beginning now, so go check it out. 
If you want to stay up to date on our releases, you can join our Discord or find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or your podcast app of choice. Music is The Punk Rock Show by My Free Mickey. Copyright 2012, licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution License. Thank you again, and remember, there's gaming outside the Forgotten Realms. Thank you.